When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Thursday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Only five candidates on stage at the slimmed down Republican presidential debate. But time is running out for any of them to catch front runner former President Donald Trump. That's not going to happen. Trump is the Republican nominee. Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis squared off the top contenders for second place based on polling in the GOP race, and they launched more aggressive attacks on one another as they look to build their case as the alternative to Trump. On stage, DeSantis, Haley, Ramaswamy, Chris Christie, and Tim Scott debating in Miami. A big issue at the debate, Israel, and this as New York hate crimes against Jews, attacks based on NYPD crime data have surged more than 200%. Things are so alarming, the incidents became a focal point at the Republican debate, with the candidates ripping anti-Semitism on college campuses. And DeSantis, at one point, actually directly mentioned Cooper Union. But there were also sparks between Ramaswamy and Nikki Haley, the biotech entrepreneur, turned his attack on Haley, accusing her of improperly benefiting from a cozy relationship with defense contractors, charges that she angrily uh, rejects. And uh, here is what that sounded like. You have the likes of Nikki Haley, who stepped down from her time at the U.N., bankrupt or in debt was her family, Then she becomes a military contractor. She joins the board of Boeing and otherwise, and is now a multimillionaire. So I think that that's wrong when Republicans do it or Democrats do it. That's the choice we face. Do you want a leader from a different generation who's going to put this country first, or do you want Dick Cheney in three-inch heels? All right, Mr. In which case, we've got two of them on stage thank you. Yes, I'd first like to say they're five-inch heels, and I don't wear them unless you can run in them. The second thing that I will say is I wear heels. They're not for a fashion statement. They're for ammunition. What we need to be doing for Iraq and Syria is, first of all, the idea that our men and women could be targeted and that we've allowed almost 100 hits to happen under Biden's watch is unthinkable. 
And I think at the end of the uh, night, Nikki Haley uh, made a strong case for winning the debate. Ramaswamy flopped. Now, those two also went at it, Haley and Ramaswamy, over Nikki Haley's adult's daughter use of TikTok. Listen to this. She refers to uh, Ramaswamy as scum. Well, I, I, I want to laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which is about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. Adult daughter. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters crapping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're just the easy scum. answer is actually to say that we're just going to ban one app. We got to go further. We have to ban any U.S. company actually transferring U.S. data to the Chinese. You're just scum. Wow. DeSantis, for his part, uh, noted that he was the first GOP White House contender to call for the deportation of terrorists sympathizing foreign students on the campaign trail. And anyone that states that and articulates and believes in that position, they are a thousand percent correct. You can't be here in America benefiting off of the education system, but you're sympathizing with terrorists. So that was uh, one of the uh, other issues uh, that, that came up during the debate. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Locally, the plot thickens. The plot thickens with Mayor Adams as he reveals he's hired a personal lawyer in the wake of the FBI raid on his chief fundraiser's brownstone. I sleep well at night. Uh, I am clear that we follow the rules. I'm not going to go into the exact particulars. Your presence is everything. And I wanted to be here among not only my uh, campaign team, but my city hall team. It would really shock me if uh, someone on, that was hired by my campaign did something that would in, that's inappropriate. Not only would it shock me, it would hurt me. Sounds familiar. We've been down this road with mayors declaring have no had no knowledge. It would shock me. This is all going to be interesting to see how this turns out. Let's recap before we go to the telephone lines. Uh, last night's uh, election, if you will. So, and I'm just focusing on a couple of local races, uh, and the ones that I'm uh, referring to uh, happen to be a uh, a good night for Republicans. A newly elected city councilwoman, Christy Mamarato, says it won't be easy. That's the understatement of the year, being the first Bronx Republican to hold a city council seat in 50 years. But she's vowing to stand for conservative values like education and public safety. Hard work and consistency, and, and it eventually pays off. And it's like I said, it's the community. They needed the change. They wanted the change, and they spoke. They came out and voted. And uh, she apparently won. The 45-year-old health care worker says that high on her list of priorities 
are school choice, strengthening the NYPD and stopping a controversial halfway house in her North Bronx district. But no uh, Republican has represented the, the Bronx at, at any level of elected government in 20 years, and there has not been a Bronx City Council representative in 40 years. What led to the breakthrough? I'm actually also the first female Republican public official in the Bronx, which is awesome to me, and I, I, I'm honored for that. Um, I think people just wanted the change. I feel like they were ready for the change. They feel like there's no more local control in our community. They don't have a say what's going on in their neighborhoods, and they, they're just fed up with it. Mamarado appearing on New York One this morning, and we are about to begin with your telephone calls. Again, the number to reach us right now, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. As I mentioned uh, in last night's program, a red wave has washed up over Long Island. Not only did the the, uh, last major, let's see, countywide seat in Nassau and Suffolk held by a Democrat gets scooped up by a GOP candidate, but the GOP even won several local town councils that managed to flip red. Republican Ed Romaine, his landslide victory to become Nassau County, excuse me, Suffolk County's executive means that the GOP now occupies all major seats in Nassau and Suffolk, and that includes the county seats, the county executive, district attorney, comptroller, and all four congressional seats. Here's what he said last night. I intend to bring all of Suffolk together. For a common sense agenda that moves us forward, that keeps our taxes low, that keeps us affordable, that makes sure that we're safer, that our law enforcement has the tools they need to do the job. And uh, that's Mr. Romaine, the new Suffolk County executive. Vicki Palladino cruised to uh, victory, her city council seat over, over Tony Avella. Uh, she's a hard-working council member, and quite frankly, if anybody deserves a re-election, it is Vicky Palladino. She won her contest. I tell the truth, he lies. My opponent is arrogant. My opponent is uh, very vengeful. My opponent creates stories. And one race that stands out on the uh, Democratic side, he ran in the general election unopposed. Central, Central, that is, Park 5 member Youssef Salam won his Democratic primary and now the uh, general election. The exonerated Harlem activist has landed a seat on the New York City Council. You know, I want to be a servant leader. I want them to have um, the belief that they hired the right person, that they voted the right person in, that my all of my public life as it relates to service will be honorable, will be genuine. I will always have my door open. I will always listen to the people. I will always make sure that I bring their voices into the halls of power because, as I've often said, those who have been closest to the pain have to have a seat at the table. And who better than us, those who can articulate the situation in the best way, 
to really, really fight for our people. Okay, folks, let's start with your telephone calls this morning. Dominic Carter here with you, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? All right, so, Dominic, you know, it seems like things uh, pretty much stayed the same. Rudy agreed with that. Rudy said that as far as the city council goes. And, you know, Bo was saying, Bo Snurdly was saying that the city council, the reason we have such a screwed up uh, things going on in New York City is because of the city council. So I don't understand. Two things I want to ask you. How is, how is it people are not reacting to the crime situation? That also includes the reelection of Melinda Katz. How, how is it people are not reacting to the crime situation in New York City? And in Nassau County and Suffolk, they got to follow the same bail laws we do. How do they keep crime down? Those are two questions I have. Well, I, I think that uh, from the top to the bottom, crime is is considered much more a serious priority in Nassau and Suffolk County, and that's coming from the very top. And uh, here in New York, they, they do good at talking a good game, uh, but that but that's about it. And it, it really is that simple. What was the first part of your question, Larry? The, okay, sorry, the first part of my question is, What's with the people of New York City? The, the same council seats, except for one, I have been nothing, nothing, basically nothing changed. Why are people not reacting to the crime? Well, that's a great question, Larry, and I, I think you know the answer. Um, you know, it, first of all, it's it's hard to beat an incumbent. That's number one. Number one. Number two, people don't see the world the way that I think you and I agree and most of the people listening to the sound of my voice right now as it relates to the crime problem. They don't see it as much of a priority until it hits them or someone that they know. So for someone like you or I, Larry, we, I think that stating fairly, we understand the stakes and what's going on, but Right. Uh, for 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 many many of the voters, and you know, I strongly believe that people are entitled to make their own individual choices, no matter how wrong they may be. People they have different priorities, and many of these communities, it's about, to be frank uh-huh. with you, uh, uh, fake police accountability. Well, they just want to crack down on the police, but the criminals get get a green light. It's misplaced priorities, Larry. I was trying not to state it, but but there's no way around it. No way around it. So basically, you're saying we have a sick society, a very sick society. Uh, I'm stating that um, priorities that you and I, certain priorities that you and I and any sensible person may share, and certain communities, they just they don't see it that way. Until until it impacts a uh, one of them or someone that they know, and then they want to scream bloody murder about why nothing was done. Larry, thank you for the call as always. Chris in the Catskills. Good morning, Chris. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I saw the debate. I think Nikki Haley is a political consultant's dream uh, client because she's obviously getting very 
good advice uh, and she listens to her advisors or she's using and she's using heuristics and learning things on her own. Um, I've been very impressed with her skills as a retour and communicator. She, I thought, was uh, head and shoulders above all the men on stage. And I think all the top three candidates in the debate in terms of performance and their um, appeal to Republican voters um, with Rami Swamy and um, DeSantis and herself, that clearly all three of them are competing for 2028. And I think Rami Swamy is the only one tonight that is legitimately looking to be Trump's running mate in 2024 and how he actually turned around and attacked the moderator tonight and was referring to NBC News as fake news. And by the way, NBC did an outstanding job of producing that debate tonight. Agree. It was, it, it was the it, head and it, shoulders it, above the other network. It was the and, first yeah. debate that I've seen, and, and I have quite a bit of experience in moderating high-profile debates. It was the first one I've seen thus far where they kept the candidates in check, and that's a and good the, thing. And, and the post-debate show was outstanding, and Hallie Jackson's a professional. I've, I've been a big fan of hers when she was uh, more had a more prominent role on MSNBC. But and and I thought and the the panelists they had Mary Catherine Ham, the uh, the male panelists they they were all outstanding. And but the one thing also that came out of that in the post-debate analysis, they had focus groups in the key uh, caucus and primary states in New Hampshire and Iowa. And in Iowa, they had a room full of, in a smaller town in Iowa, they had a room full of Republicans. And everybody in the room during the focus group, when they were asked, should Trump appear in the next debate, every single person, every Republican raised their hand and said yes, including the ones that said that they were Trump supporters. So I said it before on your program. Trump is making a big mistake. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, no, he's not. No, no, he's not. No, he's not. It it, it, it would, because the Republican voters said he should be there. What, what else do you expect for them to say, Chris? What yeah, else? What else? Who he, expected? That's who he has to rely on to win. And here's the Chris, thing, Dominic. Chris, he's he, get... he, Trump would be the biggest fool in New York if he showed up at any of those debates. It's a complete waste of his time. The only thing he can do is go down. It, it, we just, you and I, just disagree on that. He and, needs go it's ahead. his chance to appeal to non-Republicans, and he'll get that in the general election. Why would you shoot yourself in the foot now? Why would you do that? Because it takes time to build no, up a rapport with no, the voters. No, For an election this big, it no, does. No, no, no. First of all, they all look like the uh, minor league uh, New York Mets on stage without Trump being there. So he would be he would be lending all his credibility to the to the B team, right? And and it would get it would give DeSantis a shot. At taking the the, the a shot at, at a knockout blow at Trump, why would you do that if 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 you if it's a boxing match, every judge has you up by by fifteen points. Why would you go into the fifteenth round, continue swinging, swinging, swinging when you can bob and weave, stay away in the in the fight, and it's over and you won? Why would you engage? It just it defies logic, Chris. 
It, it makes I, it ter- makes no sense at all. In in terms of performance on the stage, presenting as a retor and public speaker, I think you Nikki think Trump, Haley, you think you think Trump needs experience in speaking on the public stage. No, but Nikki Haley is speaking as a she comes across as a statesman which is very bright for her to do. I mean, she's, I guess, being herself, and she's being coached, and that's the way that she likes to come across. But so hear me out on this. If Trump gets elected, after four years, people might be yearning for a statesman, Republicans. If Trump doesn't get elected and falls short of winning in 2024, Republicans are going to say, gee, I wish Trump was acting more like a statesman. Maybe he would have got elected if he did. So she's playing psychologically or unbeknownst to herself to this to what the cycle, the psychology of Republican voters and all voters are going to be looking for in four years in 2028. Well, I, you know, I, I'm not looking that far ahead. Uh, I, I hear you in terms of what you're you're stating uh, and what you're stating as it relates to uh, Nikki Haley and down the road. But, Chris, let me just say this, and then I have to move on to the next call. You are very much so involved in the political process and in the minutiae and the details. It Trump is playing this right. You hold a rally. You do another event. They can't hit you. They look like the B team. The clock is winding down. Thank you for the call, Chris. Always great to chat with you. Let's go to Joanne in Westchester. Then we'll go to Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Joanne. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. I'm well. Please go right ahead. Good. Good. Thank God. Um, Okay. So I would like to say I saw both because I I also recorded one and the other, plus the CMA Awards. But So my first thing was to watch the... um, uh, uh, debate. And I must say that I disagree with the caller before, as you did. Uh, well, I, not that you totally disagreed, but um, I will tell you to me, Dominic, they looked like they were, well, first of all, and foremost, they were mimicking everything Trump did. Trump had, in, Trump had everything they all talked about in place until the big baby came along and reversed everything. Like a big, like a big, there's a word called a chooch. You ever hear that word? You know that word, right? A chooch. I mean, you know, it's an Italian word. It's like a, it's like just like a big horse's ass, if, if okay. you will. Okay. All right. Okay. That. Okay. And I and I yeah. And I do think, uh, meaning Biden, referring to Biden on that. I mean, why would he come and everything was perfectly in place and and all they all did, they all did was just mimic everything that Trump said and had going and had it all going on. And I think that, um, uh, in my opinion tonight, I would say who stood out a little better, a little more to me, was um, uh, uh, DeSantis. Nikki Haley, I'm not a fan of. I'm just not a fan. Ramaswamy, I want to say that he is, you know, he talks a good game. He talks tough. He talks, you know, and he's loud. And he's, and I think he has some very good ideas, too. But uh, I, I just don't, I can't compare not a one of them to Trump. So, and Christie, I think he's making a fool out of himself. First of all, he lies, too. There's a couple of lies I caught him in. Yeah, oh, so, I mean, to me, that's a chooch. That's another chooch. So anyway, so that's it. And But to the rally, did you get to see the rally at all? No, I didn't see the rally. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you the truth. Trump, once again, pulled it off. have to tell you. You know, I mean, I'm like you. I'm a big Trump person, obviously. Okay, and I think he pulled it off. And guess what? We all knew that he wasn't Mr. Um, politician. We knew that when he went into this, 
That's why we wanted him. And I still think the street boy in him is a good thing. I don't find it offensive. I think it's good. It works. It works. Listen, he's tough, and that's what we need. I don't think anyone on that stage is tough enough to do the work that that man is going to do for us. And we need him back right now. Well, thank you for the call, Joanne. And I, I hope you enjoy uh, watching what you recorded, the uh, Country Music Awards. And, um, you know, Ramaswamy, uh, he, he was doing good before. But he and I understand he's made a lot of money. He's very smart, but he's starting to look like a little boy on stage with with adults, and it's 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 just not working. And you know, I I understand that he's auditioning for number two, but under Trump. But what would he really bring to the ticket? You know, now now that I think about it, early on I thought he could energize minorities, but but I don't really see. Thank you for the call, Joanne. I don't really see that. Uh, anymore, so I'm trying to figure out what would Ramaswamy really bring to the ticket of Donald Trump. Let's go to Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Thank you for taking my call, Dominic. And um, it's been a taxing two weeks, but I'm back to normal. I just want to say I watched a debate, and I think uh, Sister Haley, uh, Nikki Haley. She sort of was the roughest, toughest cowgirl on the bunch, and and just well. Uh, the young guy, uh, I can't pronounce his name because I, I don't like him. The Swami guy. He's so, uh, he's just so try it, Ramaswamy. Well, I so, know. I just messed okay. with it. All right. Okay. Ramaswamy. But he was too cocky. But um, I think Haley won that one because she came back with some doozies. Yeah, she she was not in the mood. You know, there, there are certain people, as you know, Audrey, that they could say boo, and it just gets under your skin, and, and you you just react and I think with uh, Nikki Haley, I think she can tolerate DeSantis, but I don't think she can stomach Ramaswamy, and uh, that's why she referred to him as uh, scum. And he, that was a good one. And, and he disrespected the fact that uh, what, what does her, 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 her family have to do with TikTok? He's too old for that, and we don't need no more. Well, what, 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 he said, what, 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 what he said was that the last time she went, Nikki Haley went after him for using TikTok, and his response was, well, don't just come after me because your adult daughter is also on TikTok. And, and you know, not running for president, Nikki is. Right, and that, that, that was going to be my next point. There are many people that strongly, strongly, strongly believe you leave the family out, you know, that and, the family um, is not part of the process. Yousef up in Harlem, okay, we need more Yousef in this entire country because it's going to turn around. And how was your weekend? I miss you. Oh, well, that's nice of you. Thank you, Audrey. We missed you as well. I think Yousef Salam is going to be a breath of fresh air for the city council. I do not believe that he will turn out to be one of those far-left Looney Tunes, uh, certainly not based on his comments thus far. The last thing we need at this New York City Council is another nut job on the left talking about defund the police and and so on. Audrey, thank you for that call. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, let's see here. We're going to go to Susan in Brooklyn, Marianne in Queens, Donald in Manhattan. Oh, Donald just went away. But we will have more of your telephone calls.
We have to ban any U.S. company actually transferring U.S. data to the Chinese. And so that was part of the uh, debate, which ended uh, a little a little while ago. And also a great line that Nikki Haley said several times. And I think she's right. She said Putin is salivating at the idea of a president Ramaswamy, you know, basically slapping him down and pointing to his uh, inexperience. So you can reach me on Twitter, folks, at Dominic TV. You can comment there. I may use it live. You can follow me there. And here's what Sharon just uh, tweeted to me. She says, mm, a statesman does not call an opponent scum. A lot of what she said in raising her voice is definitely not statesmanlike. Don't like her. She will never be president. Oh, I used to feel that way about her, Sharon. All I'm saying as of right now is don't sleep on her. And she might be the one that could help a Trump ticket. The woman, the woman factor, the, the you know, a, a, a gender to uh, pull out the base. Trump already knows her. And I do disagree a little bit as it relates to what you said, her raising her voice. She's on stage with four men, uh, three moderators, and she's got to get her point across, her point across, which she did very, very well tonight. Susan in Brooklyn, good morning. Okay. <laughs> uh, just all right. First of all, the um, caller before I think Chris was saying like, how the next election that people might feel like that they should have voted for Nikki Hill. There's not going to be a next election, people, if we do not get Donald Trump back in with his track record. The severity, do these people not understand that the country is already, we're already one foot into the, uh, over the edge, and that Donald Trump has the track record. He has shown us that he can do it. And the fact is that this um, shrillness of the way Haley speaks, it's not that she's a woman. It's that she she gets very uh, just shrill. Let's put it that way. She does not sound like a leader. She does not really have the experience. She ran away from her record as governor even. So she has no record. She would not even be there if Donald Trump didn't throw her a bone and let her be the ambassador of the United Nations, which is just a big organization of a bunch of despots and dictators. Okay, but wait, 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 Susan, you're going to stand here and tell me that that job does not equate to more experience than what DeSantis has? 
as a governor of Florida? Which job? As the as, governor as of Florida. The ambassador to the Yeah, Nikki Haley's job up against up against DeSantis. See, DeSantis has come, gone, and went. He has flopped and he's trying to resuscitate himself. I think she has more experience than he does. Yeah, she, what? Well, she was a governor as well. She, you, you, we, wait, 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 we may not like it. We may not like it, but she oversaw the process of having the Confederate flag taken down. I understand some oh, of you may, wait, me. wait, some of you may not like it, but that was a political maneuver where she had to be very, very careful and she got it done. Oh, and Jesus so, Christ. So uh, all I'm I, talking, all, about, the, talking about the Chinese Communist Party. That and got ships in Taiwan. And, that has and that, okay, and she is not. And someone, no, 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 she doesn't have the gravitas whatsoever. Oh, please, she she quit as governor. She's not even running on her record as governor. If she wasn't, if Trump didn't give her the opportunity to be ambassador of the United Nations, which is a big farce and a bunch of dis dictators that we shouldn't even be hosting in our country that are all against us. So, no, she is total. It's not because she's a woman, but she's shrill. She's not, she is not to have the, the gravitas to deal with these monsters uh, in the world stage. So wait, so Susan, before before I go, how do you know she doesn't have the ability to deal with the quote unquote monsters on the world stage? How do you know? Because what, give me one example of something that she has done. Well, give me, give me, you know, would give her on that level. Give me an example of anyone experience they've had doing that until on a world stage with the monsters throughout the world until they're elected president. We don't know with any of them, including with Trump. We didn't know with Trump. We didn't know with Trump. He did a great job, but we didn't know until he was in the office. We don't have time for an intern to see if they can do it. We already have one of the most skilled individuals that that has ever been. I mean, besides George Washington or Lincoln. Okay, so we Susan, already have so him. How, how do you explain that she's polling uh, neck and neck with DeSantis for number two? Well, that's like polling neck and neck with a worm. I mean, that's nothing. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure Tim Scott or or uh, the vice president before. Thank you for the call, Susan. The vice president Pence before he got out of the race. I'm sure either one of them would love to be in that type of position, the one that she's in right now. My next call, I I feel bad for my friend LQ in the Bronx because LQ says Dominic DeSantis is going to win. And I've been telling LQ from day one that he didn't have a shot in hell. And he his polling is going south, LQ. So how do you still think that the only question is when this man is going to drop out? How do you say he's going to win? LQ, yes. Yes, um, first of all, uh, mercy on everyone with this war in Israel, both sides. Uh, uh, DeSantis, to me, and and what's going to happen, I agree with Chris and Susan on both points. He, his own, you know, his own family, please hear me on and make about two comments, is going to ask him to pull out. 
because it's, he's going to he the whole just from this speaker thing alone it shows that the the Democratic Party the Republican Party is too divided. Um, uh, the comment that Nikki Haley made um, to to this guy is on anger. She can't speak out of emotion and anger like that and call this guy scum. It's going to hurt her by that comment. Well, but, but LQ, 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 her, her polling numbers have gone up tremendously. So what you're stating is just not true. It's not accurate. She's now neck and neck for the number two spot. They're, they're badly trailing Trump, but she's caught DeSantis. So she's catching on okay. with somebody. One, one other comment, Eric, Dominic, is who wins the punch? Who wins? He could come up and win the, uh, the Republican, but you got to win the championship. The okay, but okay, 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 that, but LQ, to, LQ, to use your example, can you said you got to win the pennant? So I guess you mean by that the final race? Is that what you. Okay, but you the pennant okay, the, the is not the final race. But okay, let, let, so you can't win the pennant, right? You can't win, you can't win the American League pennant. Unless you win your division. DeSantis is not in it. What part are you not? His dollars are drying up. His poll numbers are awful. What part are you not understanding? The party, the, the Republican Party is going to tell Trump to pull out and his oh, family. Oh, come Watch. on. Come on, LQ. Watch, Dominic. Watch, LQ, Watch. LQ. Trump, LQ. Did you have a drink mm-hmm. tonight, my friend? No, I'm serious. Watch. LQ, LQ, LQ. He's beating he's beating Biden. Why in the hell would he pull out? Well, he got too much pride and he's on Ohio. Oh, all right, come on. Come on, LQ. I, I I like you, man. Come on, but come on. You know, sometimes we gotta make sense, folks. You can't just call up here acting on emotion. You you've got to make sense. Oh, Trump said I didn't understand what you first meant by that, LQ. His family is going to. Why would his family tell him to pull out when when he's winning? Why would the top dog in the presidential race, even though he's been indicted four times, four times, plus he's got this trial and he's still winning? Now, if you said in 2016 that his family might have talked him into dropping out, perhaps, perhaps, why would they? Why would they do so now? Let's go to Mimi in Queens. Good morning, Mimi. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Uh, Nikki Haley abandoned her job as ambassador. She abandoned her job as South Carolina governor. She's not, she's disloyal to uh, President Trump. I don't think she, uh, she has the calm and the ability. Uh, and I know she was in the United Nations. She did a good job on half of her, her time there. But she pulled out. And they showed a picture of her decorating they, her they, house. They all, they all pull out. Family. They all pull out and leave eventually as ambassador at the United Nations. It's a, no, she pulled out because she wanted to become president. That's what she says. She wants to take care of her family, but actually, okay, but she but, was but Mimi, but but Mimi, president. but what's wrong with that? What if she drops what's out? What's wrong with that? Because it, she didn't keep her job as governor. That, wait, wait. Well, she, she wasn't. Wait, wait, wait. Her, wait listen, uh, wait, 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 Mimi. 
Mimi, Mimi, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. I'm listening to what you're saying about her. She is not. DeSantis is much better than she is. Okay, okay. So then, so Mimi, wait. So explain this to me then. Why is she polling as well as DeSantis is then? I, I don't know because there are people who don't know about her. There are people who don't know her characteristics. I'm 75 years old. Okay, so Mimi, so so if Trump puts her on the ticket, if, if, if oh, Mimi, politicians pull out all the time for one reason oh or another. God. She pulled out of both jobs and the, the one is ambassador. Well, first she of all, wait, as governor, as okay. But she doesn't. You're telling me she doesn't have that choice. A- any ambassador, they don't no, have that. They, she doesn't have the choice. Okay, so then why? So then why are you knocking her for it? And she left her. her I think uh, I think she finished her term her, as governor. I don't, I don't have the information in front of me. She's not very reliable. She's not very reliable. And you say and that based on what, Mimi? Based on what she's done as governor, based on pulling out and saying that she's going to run for president, and she pulled out of the ambassadorship at a very important time. Okay. And she left uh, President Trump, and they put in another woman that wasn't as, uh, I, I mean, she was talented at the beginning. And, and they Wait, put here, here, here's what, here's what, here's what I hear you saying, Mimi, that you were with her as long as she was with Trump. And the moment that she jumped ship on Trump, no, on Trump no, okay, no, Mimi, no, but, no. but I do have to move on. Thank you, Mimi. Thank you for the call. I didn't mean to cut you off there. I thought, I thought you were done with your comment. Um, but you said you made your point a couple of times. I've got to take a break. When we come back to Chronicles of Dominic Carter, then we're going to Queens, Yonkers, Rockland, and Philadelphia. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Kindness, it doesn't cost any of us anything to be kind. My latest podcast is now up and running at the 77 WABC website. You can go to WABCradio.com. Go to podcast. Scroll down to Dominic Carter City Hall. I introduced you folks a a few weeks back to the owner of Sparky's Diner in Rockland County, 74-year-old woman, owner, Jeannie Nicolakis. A number of Hollywood movies have been shot at her diner in Garnerville, A-list Hollywood stars. But I, I have been totally impressed by this lady. I went back to see her again, and she still comes to work at age 74, at 5 a.m. every day, strongly believes in being nice to people. She is an example of what I call one person can change the world. It started out with Brad Pitt, and he did the first movie, True Story, with Jonah Hill and uh, James Franco. It was excellent. And then we did Rise, which was a continuation. It was a series. It was beautiful. Then Dendell Washington came in. Julia Roberts came in. Uh, there's so many of them that I don't... Yeah, there's 14 movies we did. 14, 14 movies. movies. Yes. So Hollywood has turned to your diner here in Rockland County, New York. 14 times. 
14. And how does that make you feel? Excellent. FBI's Most Wanted was here three times. It's fantastic. Really, really nice. So the highly rated and highly popular show, FBI's FBI, Most Wanted? yes, Most Wanted. Three times they were here. Yes, they were. Yeah. And so explain this to me. You are a very modest person. Very easygoing. I am. I'm very easygoing. You know? Why? Because it doesn't, doesn't cost you nothing to be nice. And it doesn't cost you anything. It costs you a lot to be nasty. But to be nice, it does not cost you anything. And I think, you know, just doing that for these years that I've been here, it's paid off. You know? I put three kids through college. I got a lawyer and two teachers. You know, the triplets, they just turned 45 years old. And they're just fantastic. I love it. Jeannie Nicolakis, the owner of Sparky's Diner in Rockland County. Go to WABCRadio.com, an extended conversation that I'm going to have with her. Scroll down to Dominic Carter City Hall, and you can find it there. We are taking your telephone calls, debate night in America, Republican GOP candidates taking your telephone calls up until the top of the hour. That's when Frank Morano comes in. Let's go to Josh in Rockland County. Good morning, Josh. What's on your mind? Hi, I love your show. First Thank you. That's you. very kind of nice of you to say, Josh. Thank you. So I kind of dis- I kind of disagree with you and agree with LQ okay. and other quotes about okay. her name. I do think Ron DeSantis has a bigger chance than people believe. I think that, like, I was a Trump guy. And there's a lot of people I tell them I go for DeSantis. For a lot of Trumpers, they're like, you sell out, you this. So he has a lot of closeted um, DeSantis guys. And it comes down to when you're in the poll voting, who are you going to feel like you want for the next four years? I do think Ron DeSantis has a lot of – he's not a flashy guy. That's the problem with the polls. He doesn't have the wow factor. I think Mm -hmm. Trump has it. Nikki Haley has it even more than him. But Vivek Ramazwani, whatever his name is, was also high in the polls. And where is he now? It's I don't, right. You know, well, I, I I hear you, Josh. Uh, but but again, I'm telling you, the only question is when does DeSantis drop out? It's over. The money is dried up on him. They don't like his personality. He doesn't return the money crowds calls. Uh, people in Florida are abandoning him for Trump. It's a wrap. It's over. I, I hear what you're saying, think, and, and it, it's so bad. He's run such a bad campaign that he may not be able to run again in the future. I, that that I, window I, may have closed. I think he's still the right thing because don't if he's going to start judging when he should run, then Donald Trump, he, he'll have to run against Tom Jr. or some other famous guy in four years from now. So I don't think he made a mistake, but I do think the liberal media wants Trump. The media wants Trump because he's good for it. He's good for the fun. He's good for the hectic. Well, it's not and the media. Why... The the polling indicates that the public wants Trump. But not the media. Part... The, the the media would love nothing more if Trump went away forever. I I don't I actually disagree with that with respect, but I okay. I do think he's part of the problem to a tiny extent, more than Republicans think. But look, I voted for Trump. I'm going for DeSantis. What happens happens. I don't know. Okay, Josh, thank you for the call, and we appreciate the support, man. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you. Let's go from Rockland to Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, First of all, I do agree with what you just stated to the last caller, but I also agree with both Susan and Mimi with regard to Nikki Haley. 
Uh, I'll come back to Nikki Haley in just a moment. Um, the next one to drop following that Benedict Arnold of Pence is going to be Christie. And after Christie, it's going to be DeSantis, for all the reasons that you just stated to the previous caller. I do think that of the remaining three people on that stage, Nikki Haley, uh, Tim Scott, and also Vivek Ramaswamy, they all have a very good chance of a position in President Trump's administration. I think Nikki Haley is – her bark is worse than her bite, and I think she has to behave that way because she is up against all of these men on that stage. So she has to stand out. She has to be even tougher. Agreed. Just, just like we've said in, in numerous situations, a lot of people, uh, African-American people, have to be three times as good as everyone else because they have to stand out. Jacqueline, I think it's the same I'm, thing I'm, with I'm so Gale. glad you said it. I, I didn't say it. You said it. Yep. <laughs> hey, I keep it real. I try to keep it as real as possible. Mm, mm. I'm glad I'm glad you said it, Jacqueline. But, but, ahead, but. like the last caller, I, and I've talked to family members who are done with Trump, but they're also young and not that experienced, and they don't they they can't really read between the lines that well. And again, that's the reason I I agree a hundred percent with Mimi and Susan. You know, I'm a Trump forever. I will never vote for anyone other than President Trump, unless for some reason, God forbid, they take him off the ballot or he can't. You know, they 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 do away with him, uh, and they accomplish their evil deed. But otherwise, Trump is always going to be my president. Interesting. Well, Jacqueline, thank you. Thank you very much uh, for, for your time. Thank you. I, I appreciate your, your call as always. Let's go to Mark on uh, line number two in New Jersey. Good morning, Mark. What's on your mind? Hi there. How you doing? I can't, I can't turn my phone down because my wife is asleep. Okay. And she's on the she's on the phone. So wait, wait, wait. This says Mark Gastineau. Is this Mark Gastineau? Yes, sir. Yes, wait, 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 wait. Well, I think number ninety nine, Mark Gastineau, that was tearing it up on the uh, defensive line and would make would yes, make rivals uh, scared to death. That Mark Gastineau of the New York Jets. In ten years, yes, yes, sir. Wow! I just so, want to let you know that that my wife and I listen to you every single night. Well, thank we you, you, man. Thank you. But 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 Mark, you know why? but Mark, wait wait. You know I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. But Mark, wait 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 wait. So I paid a okay. lot of money, man, to, to go to the Jets games to see you tear it up. Why did I have to pay so much money, man? Oh boy! <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've got a little. I've got a little cough. But you know what? I'm going to tell you, you put them in their place, and that's what I love. You're like a coach, man. You tell it like it is. Well, and, and you, well, you, you put them in their place too, man. Ooh. Well, I used Ooh. to, yeah. Ooh. You know, th- today I had it. It was funny. You know, I'm, I, I, uh, I listen to politics. I listen to you. But I'm going to tell you something that's funny. Uh, I, I talked to uh, some officers today, mm-hmm. some policemen, and uh, they. Uh, I stopped and I and I said, "Hey, how you guys doing? You know, I respect you, and 
you know, I really, really, you know, I, I really, it's on the floor, honey. I woke her up. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hey, but Mark, anyway. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, Mark, are you still with me? Yeah, so, okay, so Mark, I want you to explain this to me, right? People yeah. like you, Lawrence Taylor, they got that kid on Dallas now, number eleven. How are you oh, guys? Yeah. How are you guys able to get off the ball so fast? You know what it is. <clears throat> we work on our on on our bodies so much. We worked on our body. I worked on my body so much that you know i used to squat 600 pounds oh my god yeah 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 and you know what i did um when sometimes i would bend the bar you would bend the bar yeah i'm listening i'm mesmerized by what you say i really was a big fan of yours man watching you play number 99 for the new york jets and teams would terrorize when they had to go up against you. I am a huge fan of yours. My wife loves you. <laughs> and we we um, stay up at night to listen to Dominic Carter. And we love you. And it's because you don't take any BS and you tell it like it is. And you love Trump. I love Trump. And, um, you know, I used to not like Sid Rosenberg, right? But since he started, you know, really, really loving, you know, the Jewish, you know, nation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it says in the Bible, you know, that the Lord, you know, there is chosen people. Hey, hey, ever since, so ever since ever then since you like him. Hey, Mark. Hey, listen, I brother. Listen, brother. You, 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 you have a you, you have a pastor call in anytime you want. I'll put you on. I just have to step in now because I'm out of time. But that is the great Mark Gastineau yeah, of the New York <laughs> Jets, number ninety nine. Brother, thank you. Send our regards to your wife. Thank you, Mark. Frank Morano, we only got a few seconds here. Tell me what you got coming uh, up. I got a lot going on. Uh, d- dealing with grief, Brian Kilmeade and the man who sounded the alarm on Y2K. A whole bunch of stuff other than that as well. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight coming up right now. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.